Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. It's been a while. It's been a while. Did I say a kit? Yeah, you did. Did I say a kit? has been a while. A kit's, a kit's been a while. Scottish, bit Scottish, that. No, I think it was just a strange brain. Mm. brain. Oh, now another strange brain <laughs> meltdown. If it, I said a kit's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we yeah. kitted, and indeed since we podcasted. Uh, every so often, I mean, really, when I say every so often, I mean once every, say, month and a half. Right. Uh, someone on Twitter says to me, when's the next episode? <laughs> Of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. Is that me? It might be you. you. There's a guy in Cornwall. Uh, I think he's called Darren. Right. I think he might write for the local paper. Okay. We're very pleased that we've mentioned him. Who says, "What? Well, never mind that. Whatever I've tweeted. He says, never mind about that. When's the next episode wow. of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys happening? I need my fix, he said once. Is that a separate thing? 
Uh, no, I don't think he was. <laughs> Does he mean, he wasn't right. reaching out to me as an addict, right. <laughs> except as an addict of this right. program. Right. No, he wasn't saying, please sort out some He's a genuine uh, fan. NA meetings for me. Right. <laughs> he was saying, I really like the program. Why are you even thinking about other stuff? Right. Uh, so there are people out there yeah. who, who miss it. And every so often I think, well, maybe it's over. Because right. like, we haven't done it for ages. Gosh. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. just come to an end because we don't yeah. seem to be doing it. Not, not because I've thought yeah. oh, we shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I'm not breaking up with you. No. Uh, but just because it like, hasn't. I mean, when did we last do it? So I think we did it. We've definitely done it in lockdown, haven't we? Because we, we did it at your house. And we did it one other time on Zoom in lockdown. Yeah, we did Zoom and then we did it, I think, in the. I can't remember. But then we were together in your house, but we both had to be on separate computers. So we might as well not have been there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so probably May or June, do you think? A long time ago. Yeah, but certainly a long time. Yeah. So uh, so I apologise, uh, listeners, but we are back. Uh, we're well, with the, the good news that we're recommissioned. We have a new series. We've re- well, is this another series? I think this is series is it, is this another, six. Is it another series? Because <laughs> I don't, don't think we ever quite, because of lockdown, finish series five, whatever the previous series was. I think we need to get into the podcast box set business. I think we should yeah. call this six so people start saying, "Okay, oh God, how do I catch up on five? But and the amazing news is we're actually back in the shed yeah. where we definitely haven't been yeah. for, no, for, for a long quite time. a long time, which is, of course, our yeah. spiritual and indeed physical yeah. home. But it's yeah. our, it is our home. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's very lovely to be here. We have a new producer. Jack. Bella sadly gone. Yeah, Bella has moved on. <laughs> Bella has moved on. Um, and we've got Jack, yeah. who, uh, now do you want to tell well, me the so thing Jack, about Jack? Jack works at Expectation, the company yeah. I run with the owner of this shed. Yes. And um, Jack's brilliant and has been a great help in the office. But the thing about Jack is, but I think you know the answer to this, yeah. is that what I want to do... You have to ask, pose it as a question. Okay. Is that what you're hoping to do? Well, I'll just do it the, the way I mean... <laughs> the, I, the way you had it planned. You, the question I was going to ask you... Yeah was where did Jack spend his 19th birthday? Yeah, Jack well, is 26. Yeah. But I think you know... I know the answer. The answer's that. Well, uh, but would you like uh, well, to tell... If the answer is not Paul what I think Cor- it is... Tell it's Paul a, from Cornwall. It's, no, if the answer is not what I think it is, it's a very strange question. Right. Because I knew already, and you clearly right. forgot that you told me, yeah. that, that you told me, and this yeah. turns out not to be completely true, that Jack won uh, an edition of Big Brother with his twin, I think is what you said. Um, now... That turns out to be wrong because Jack told us before we started that he didn't win. He came fourth. Yeah. But what would have been an amazing and random question is if he has now not spent his 19th birthday in the Big Brother house. That <laughs> so would what's be your really answer? I, I'm going to assume it's the Big Brother right, house. It's Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Big Brother house. Yeah. And um, Jack, that's true. You, you came fourth. Yeah, I came fourth, yeah. yeah. With your twin? Yeah, with my twin. Yeah, it was one housemate and then we came fourth together. Yeah. So, yeah. Hang on, you and your twin were one housemate? Really? That's that for Big Brother watchers. That is a trick that Big Brother had tried before, had done before, which with Samantha and. Yes, yeah, Samantha. Do you remember Samantha in the series? Th- I don't know what. Okay, six or seven. I don't really. I mean, the two twins Samantha is ringing like the faintest bell. Okay, well, two, they were twins, and they they but they had to be one person, so they became Samantha because it was Samantha yeah. and. Amanda, Andy. maybe? <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. Amanda, let's say. Amanda. Samantha and yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Right. What's your brother called? Joe. Jack and Joe? Really so they became Joe. <laughs> um, Jack, Joe, Joe, Jack. Yeah. 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 Is he an identical twin? He is, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know what? 
I mean, you you know, you don't run Big Brother anymore. No. So you weren't responsible. Well, it's not for that. even on, but, but No, but when but, you but you did you used to yeah, be yeah. the overall In fact when Jack was there the exec I producer was, on Big Brother, that's correct. Well no, I wasn't even exec producer, I was I was I mean I was running the company. You're running the company that made so, Big Brother. Look yeah, for the so, purposes of people who don't work sure, in television, if you I, you're say, making you the wizard of Oz yeah, behind Big Brother. I'm the man if you want to yeah. say the man behind Big Brother. Yeah, the man that, behind Big Brother. That right. I, now, were you responsible at the time that um what was her name again? Anna, Anna Perno. What was it again? I've Who? already forgotten. Uh, Samanda. <laughs> Samanda, yeah. <That's laughs> Anna Perno. Anna Perno, yeah. No, Samanda. You weren't responsible for Samanda. Yeah. You were? I mean, in, this, in the way you're defining responsible, yes. Yeah, okay, so you were working... You, yeah, yeah. So you ran Endemol when Samanda happened. Yeah. Okay, uh, so can I, I ask did, you a question? Yeah. I presume Samanda Is it also... where does Jack spend his 19th birthday? Because no, we know that. No, I presume Samanda were identical twins. Correct. Okay, like... No one would have thought, would they, of getting on non-identical twins to Big Brother. It's always got to be a thing, an identical well, thing. Otherwise, it's not really a thing. Oh, I see what you mean. But also, I think Big Brother, like a lot of these, are very reductive, right, in in, char- in characterising people, what they are, what they represent. And we were definitely guilty of that. I'm going to do the most brilliant segue now. Oh, I can't wait. So, of course, one person who was a twin was David Bowie. Wow. David Bowie, who his mysterious twin... Mm. Uh, was he? He wasn't identical. No, he would have I been a non-identical twin. I think that's right. With fuck, I've got his name. Terry. Terry. Thank you. Uh, with Terry. Actually, you know what? I've never seen any pictures of Terry that make, would make it clear um, to me whether he was identical or not. I've always assumed he wasn't. Well, yeah, I'm assuming he wasn't. I'm just reading for the fact you've mentioned David Bowie. I, when was the last time we mentioned David Bowie in this podcast? Uh, Maybe like, four years ago. Maybe, sorry, <laughs> but who knows? I've forgotten but, all about him. Yeah, he's no, good, he, isn't he? Oh, he's great. Oh, he's, he's really he's good. Terrific songs. But, in the 80s. But, I mean, it's an interesting thing because when I was younger, and sometimes now as well, Terry was thought of as like quite a big thing in David yeah. Bowie's life. That he Obviously, he wrote the Budo Brothers yeah. about Terry. But just generally, like, David Bowie's wound, his artistic wound yes. to some extent, was the... Was Terry and Terry's yes. suicide? Was it a suicide? Uh, or? Yeah, I think it was. Schizophrenia, Terry's schizophrenia. schizophrenia. If he had schizophrenia, I've heard that call into question. Okay. Yeah, I've and heard Terry's think, schizophrenia call into question. But, but, but he had this kind of other disconnection with this yeah. other person whose life went went wrong. All the mad men. So All the mad the man men, who sold, yeah. the original man he was frightened of being mad, frightened of going yeah. mad because Terry had gone mad. And the original had, man who sold the world cover had a picture of the... The institution that Terry was held Did in. It? Yeah, it was, I think that the album, album. particularly. Yeah, well, the it didn't cartoon, have him in a dress. No, the cartoon. There's a cartoon. It's American cartoon of a sort of cowboy with a gun. Do you know? It's like almost oh, like yeah, pop yeah. art. Yeah. Which was, I think, the American edition, but Venetia, and that had the, you know, and so I think that album. He was very much about the madness of it all, and then it, it, it happens. Mm. I mean, this is now. See, we have we now, have Terry here. No, no, no. <laughs> now digging. We are properly digging now into minutiae. But right. I can't remember who this was. On five years, or one of those big yeah. Bad Bowie documentaries, one of the women—I can't remember which one—thingy mm. Farthingale, uh, Hermione, Hermione Farthingale. It might have been Hermione Farthingale. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, one this of is them. Good deep diving. Yeah, deep diving. One of them says on one of those documentaries, David talked up Terry's madness. That he used to talk a lot oh, about he, he, it because it was a typical early Bowie thing yeah, to want to suggest mm. that he had this. Yes. brother who was schizophrenic. He was actually a very successful in the accountant late, yeah. who lived well yeah. into his 80s. No, but it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of, I can imagine in the late 60s, early 70s, that well, would seem, for an artist like Bowie, quite cool okay, so to say, I, I'm, yeah. I'm on the edge of madness. In fact, it's in my family. My twin, you know, is, like, disturbed and blah, blah, blah. That would actually be, like, a positive See, thing. Not a positive thing, but something that he would yeah. consider to be 
of a piece with who he was. So you know when you go to university, for example, yeah. for the first time, yeah, you're aware of that. I'm aware of that. I mean, it's been a while, but I can yeah. think back to it. I don't know whether you did the same, but I think I was probably guilty. It's an opportunity to slightly write your backstory, isn't it? But, yeah. right? You're with people you've never met before, yeah. and I went in the 80s, as I think you probably did. Mm. I'm a bit younger than you. I went 83. That was early 80s. I mean, quite close to the mid-80s, though. That's when I was at university. I went 85. You're not... Okay, you're two I, years. Yeah. I, okay. I think we're clear. I'm 56. Right. I'm 53. Nice to okay, meet you. Okay, but I took a year off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So... Guilty in the in the 80s, it was quite important to basically get as close as you could be to sort of being related to a minor or, yeah. you know, like not, so. Not a, not a young person. No. Because I was related to a minor, my younger brother. Right. <laughs> but, as but, was I. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm a coal miner, so, yeah. you know, so yeah. that you're credible. Yeah, I didn't and, try and claim that. And I definitely didn't claim that, but I probably said all sorts of things about my background. A lot of it's true. Um, but what, and you, I, your background? Because what was that? Little village you're from? Whisper Green in Whisper Green. So you, you're from Whisper Green. Right. But you but pretended to be no, from no, County what Durham. No, I mean well, no, forget the minor thing. It right. wasn't exactly specifically that. But my my mum's was brought up by people who were servants in a hall, right? Quite feudal. My grandmother was... Your mum was brought up by servants? I mean, what I mean is, yeah, her mother, her mother, my grandmother was a servant in like a downtown Oh, right, Abbey so title. she was a servant. Yeah, she was a proper skivvy. So know, I thought you a, meant that she was posh. Brought no, up by oh, servants. No, no, oh. no. She was brought up in a. She, her mother was a servant. Her mother was a servant. Father. Right. It's a strange way of putting it, isn't it? My mum was brought up by servants. I think that implies that she was really posh. Not yeah, what I you should have you said, which is my grandmother was a servant. Yes, I suppose. I don't know why. <laughs> Equally, if your grandmother was a nanny, that would be, wouldn't it? I was brought up by a nanny. Oh, you're very posh. No, what I mean is she was a nanny. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, and I probably made that sort of probably didn't talk about the fact that my dad's father was a deputy bank manager so right. anyway and uh, sorry the point i'm lumbering towards is david Hello. bowie oh, right. <laughs> probably probably was slightly important. doing that right here yeah. i am uh, my brother yeah, he was yeah he was yeah, rewriting he's inventing like we all do a sort yeah of, yeah no that that was that's that yeah. was hermione fa- fathingale or whoever it was fart pants well actually <laughs> fart, <laughs> please don't say fart pants about letter to hermione uh letter to fart pants mm. um in those documentaries, which obviously I've watched all of them, there's quite a lot of women who I'm not sure who they are who just appear right. to be like hang out at the Beckenham Arts Lab and have sex mainly with David. But could you occasionally yeah. Tony Visconti? Uh, and if they really were forced to, yeah. Woody would be see. <laughs> but if sorry, I'm just thinking. I know this sounds facile, but just this is a serious question. If she was called Hermione Fartpants, yeah, okay, would it be possible? She's a very important figure in David's life. Yeah. He was obsessed with her and in love yeah. with her, wrote this beautiful song. Yeah. Could you be obsessed with someone... Called Fart Pants. Who was called Fart Pants. Mm. Would that come into play? Mm. Would people constantly say, would a name matter? I mean, Johnny Fart Pants was a character in Viz. Right. I have to say there wasn't much sort of right. in-depth romance you know, That's true. in any of the stories so about Johnny Fart so Pants. It does make it I mean, if there had been... I think there is, mm. is a story in which he's about to kiss a girl, but then he farts really badly. <laughs> Um, actually, there is also, I don't, this is not that relevant, right. but I think the funniest single image possibly in the history of comedy is in Viz, Buster Gonad, yep. in one episode. Uh, Buster Gonad, for anyone who doesn't know, it has unfeasibly large testicles. Yep. 
gets a job as Santa Claus one Christmas because okay. he can bundle really? his testicles up into his stomach <laughs> and right. provide himself with an enormous <laughs> Santa-like stomach. But then he's in the grotto and a kid is on his lap. Yes. And they fall out and crush That's the kid. Right. And he says, oh, lordy. And that in itself, I think, that right. one frame is the funniest yes. frame in the history yeah, yeah. of comics. Got it. But... Uh, Got it. I don't know. I mean, I think mm. it would be quite hard for David to write a romantic song like Letter to Hermione yeah. while thinking to himself, laying down that track, fart pants. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been quite hard for him. Can I, can I just... Uh, I've actually got something that I've been yeah. thinking about. Oh, sure. Which is, uh, at the time of recording, it's yeah. Tim's birthday, Tim's 54th birthday, tomorrow. Right. Is it tomorrow? Okay, a few things about that. Okay. It's not my birthday tomorrow. Okay. It was my 53rd birthday in August. Oh, Wow. I've been told that there is a socially distanced, perfectly acceptable, yeah. and utterly legal party there is. happening for your birthday tomorrow. Yeah. And the re- the thing is, on the day of my birthday, it didn't go particularly well right. in August. We, oh, I think you told me that, yeah. Yeah, but I was going to go out for yeah, dinner. Yeah, there was all sorts and of problems all with your family. Of, well, yeah, there your was kids, went kids mad. mucking about and... Yeah. The door was... Uh, yeah, the door fell off. A door fell off. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't... I'll make it sound bad. But basically, it meant, oh, God, we can't go to the restaurant yeah. because we need to get the window of this door fits because yeah. the kids were mucking around and broke it accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, we went on a mountain biking day and basically, in that way of families, had you know, we couldn't agree on where we should go. So it was all a bit sort of fraught and frenetic. Yeah. And lockdown makes things all a bit tricky, doesn't it? So, yeah. And it was a bit of a write-off. And I mentioned to a mutual friend of ours, oh, God, it was, you know a bit of a write-off, and she said, well, let's have a dinner. Right. And that's what we're doing tomorrow. Okay, well, either way, yeah. uh, I have bought a present to Brilliant. bring to this uh, dinner tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need to come if you just send it along. But No, uh, you... I, I'm very keen. Actually, I'm not sure it's arrived yet, but anyway, it should have arrived because right. I bought it on Prime on, on Ooh, Amazon. Spoiling Now, me. I'm going to blow an element of surprise. I'm not okay. going to tell you what the present is. Yeah. Can I blow an element of surprise? What do, what do you think is the theme of your present? Well... It's Just a, off the top of your yeah. head. Uh, and, and bearing in mind that I'm mentioning it on this podcast. Mick Ronson. <laughs> uh, there I think isn't it's, as much Mick Ronson memorabilia okay. as perhaps there should I'm be. I'm thinking it's David Bowie. It is David That's Bowie. Great. It's a David Bowie-based present. Okay. Now, when I was looking for David yeah. Bowie-based presents, and this is really the theme that I wanted yeah. to get to, obviously it's taken us a while like it always does, Yeah. I looked on Amazon and I discovered there are some extraordinary David Bowie novelty items. Wow. Like, look at this. Yeah. This is a David Bowie... Chopping board. Hang on, no. And what it actually says is David Bowie chopping, cutting cheese board. <laughs> Place Matt Wooden cooking, baking <laughs> birthday. It says yes. It's like written it. by somebody who can't speak English, uh, but it's a wooden chopping board, yeah. 1995. Yeah. And it says let's cook, which is a, not a very good pun. I assume on let's dance. Yeah, it was not. And a pun, then it, is it was not a pun. Yeah. No, it, but it carries on. Put on your apron and dice the stews. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> that is so bad. That is so, let's yeah. just examine that. Can we just examine that? Yeah. Okay. So let's, put on your red shoes. Well, sorry, I was going to say the thing, as you say about let's cook, is it's so clunking because it yeah. doesn't rhyme. Yeah. And it so it's not. I can understand that it doesn't seem to be a rhyme for dance. Yeah. I mean, it's got shopping. sixty-four mainly five-star ratings. Excellent. It's probably good, good pun. Wow. Good really? Board. Yeah. Great. Good fun present says. Uh, don't know who this is, someone. But my partner hates the fact that the lyric pun is from a different era than that yes, of the picture. That's what I was going to That's a really up. good point. No, that's literally because we bring haven't up. said this. The the picture is Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane cover. It's the lightning. I love it's a lightning that. stripe. I love that they said that because that my first thing looking at it was that's come from someone who doesn't know him very well. They've got a picture of him as Aladdin Sane with yeah. Let's Dance next to it. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Robert Evans. 
Let's put ch-ch-ch-chopping. Yeah, that's, that's the title better. of his comment. Yeah, that is better. That would be yeah, a better definitely. thing for the whole thing. Yeah. Bought to mark wood anniversary. What is wood anniversary? What, getting a hard on? <laughs> I think wood is like, you know, one of those early years. I don't know. Is it first or second, like paper or wood? Yeah. Who's a big Bowie fan. She liked it reasonable enough quality. <laughs> Do you know what I would call it? What? Chop on wood. Chop on wood. And that should be good. The only problem with that is, while that's very good, it's, it is a cover... Yeah, not a very good cover. No, uh, only on David. It's Life. better than let's chop or whatever it was. It called. It's let's cook. Let's cook. Uh, it's not even. I just want to read this hmm. this two star review. See if there's anything in it. Disappointed. Returned it. As you can see from my photos, there was a line right across the board that went through his face. What you mean? The lightning stripe. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> two different colours pieces of wood, which were pretty much split almost immediately. So this bloke is very upset. It's quite small, probably only good for cheese. If you well, that's what it says, ago. though, to be fair. It says cheese yeah, But also, if you just want a very good <laughs> chopping board, don't buy the one with Barry's face on it, because that's not really the point of it, is go it? Go to John Lewis. Just go to John Lewis yeah, yeah. and buy one, or maybe Jamie Oliver does one with yeah. a picture of his face on it. Um, let's cook. Can we just, before we move off yeah. the chopping board, because there are other novelty yeah. items. But you didn't get me that, is what you're saying. Didn't get you that. No. Uh, put on your oh, apron yeah. and dice the stews. So what is it? Put on your red shoes and dance, dance the blues. blues. So... Again, no, no effort at all has been made to match no. red shoes with any kind of thing that might involve cooking or well, chopping. You do dice things to put in a stew, but you don't dice the stew. There's no you such don't thing dice as a dicing stew. a stew. You don't dice no, a stew. No, of course you don't. You, you so, slow cook a so stew. So you could put, you could say, put on your apron and prepare the stew. That's a, <laughs> I mean, it's not brilliant, but that's a, at least yeah. makes more sense. I mean, do you it's think just, the people who came up with this? And by the way, it's sixty-four people have bought it at least because yeah, they rated it. Did they think, well, I've, I've come up with the line, dice the stews. That's enough for me. I'm going to build the whole chopping board around that. Oh, what made that? Yes, I see. What, what made mean. someone think this was a good idea? Yeah. And it's... also, by the way, does you know the David Bowie estate get any share in this? I'm thinking... I'm thinking not. I suspect not. Yeah, but I mean, I might speak to Duncan about it. Uh, good you. Yeah, I might speak to Duncan Goodhue about it. Okay. So uh, you didn't get me that. I didn't get you that. So now I'm just looking myself. You're going, you're scrolling. So you can get Father's Day cards. Have you seen this? You can get Father's Day Christmas cards. One of them is a Christmas card called Bring Us Some Ziggy Pudding, which is uh, Ziggy Stardust as an elf. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not brilliant, but... It's quite bad. Of course it's... I mean, any pun's going to be bad. There's going to be no pun where you go, wow, they've really cracked it, right? Yeah. And it's worth having. Yeah. Um, uh, there's some mugs. It's a lot of mugs. Mugs yeah. is okay. Yeah. I did see on this actually, yeah, because it becomes not him after a while. It becomes there are other people involved, like Freddie Mercury and yeah, There's suddenly a Billy Connolly book in the middle. Yeah, that's a bit so, weird. Yeah. Uh, David Bowie Rocket Lolly art poster. So, what in sense is that? In what sense is that a David Bowie branded thing? I created this digital illustration. Says that says Steve Ash, illustrator, as a tribute to David Bowie. It's a well, it's a lolly stick. With oh, I see. Oh. Right, so he's got this wrong, hasn't he? He's put man on it, David Bowie. Oh, he, he thinks means, it's Rocket Man. He thinks David Bowie. He's got, <laughs> he's got as far <laughs> as creating this whole thing without realising that Elton John wrote Rocket Man. That is amazing it's that he's really done that. It's really worth going to have a look at this. David Bowie, Rocket Lolly, art poster. I, some, I wonder if he realised it after he'd made it because he doesn't say David Bowie, Rocket Man, Lolly, art poster. But there's something about... The sort of casual way. By the way, he's... if anyone's wondering what it is, it's a it's a rocket shaped lolly uh, with different logs or colours on it, and then on the stick, Steve has embossed man. <laughs> oh, it's gone. 
But that's it, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, unless he thinks that's something to do with space, or I mean, it, no, but clearly, it's, I don't it's, think no, it is. It's I think he's brain. made a mistake. You yeah. didn't get me that. I didn't get you that. I sort of wish I had. At some level, the most disappointing <laughs> present you've ever got, I've ever got, which yeah. I might have mentioned before, and this was actually for Christmas. Was I was pretty sure I was going to get Skeletrix. I was pretty sure my parents were dropping hints that I was getting Skeletrix. Right. Yeah, and in my seven or eight year old world, that was what was happening. Yeah. And I opened up a present, which I assume was the Skeletrix, a sort of big sort of box, and it was a jigsaw puzzle of a racing car. Yes, I think you maybe have told maybe. me that. And that, that was absolutely... That is incredibly disappointing. Awful, and I really felt I was being... So in what way had they dropped, dro- the, dropped the hints? Because well, they could have been dropping hints of like, oh, Tim, we know you love racing. We yeah. know you love racing <laughs> cars. I didn't. But, yeah. but we, we know you really like, you know, that's me doing a racing car. Right. You know, brum, 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 and all that stuff. Yeah. But basically, they could have been dropping some racing car, motor racing hints, you took that to mean scale electrics, fair enough. Yeah. And they, I mean, me- I didn't they like, meant shit puzzle. Yeah, I didn't like racing cars at all. I think oh. my friend Ricky Palmer had... Skele- Ricky Palmer had Skeletrics, he had Buckaroo, he had the whole 80s TV, right. you know. Yeah. And he always got everything. And I was acutely aware that we didn't, because as you know, I was brought up by miners yeah. in County Durham. No, I'm doing the strike. And during, that was really hard. That was the worst bit, actually. That was I mean, it's like a scene from Billy Elliot where they go the you know, very hard, yeah. oppressed northern parents of you yeah. to the shop to get Scale Electrics, mm. the one nice toy shop that's yeah. left in County Durham. I thought and, they were and, doing the best and, for me. And they said, oh, it, it costs £7 for... £7 for? That's the sort of money yeah. that they have in yeah. those films. Yeah. Uh, we can't get that. We'll have to get yeah. Tim this puzzle. That's You're me. gradually <laughs> leaning into an accent. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew at the end you might go a bit northern because you yeah, didn't want to have the whole thing. for it. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> Puzzle. Well, you puzzle. say. Uh, to be We're fair, you say puzzle, puzzle quite convincingly <laughs> yeah. as a northern. Yeah. I'm not sure it's the you most know what? challenging. I used word. to be like one of the very few things. I don't really get embarrassed in my life. Uh, I sort of have no vanity as a performer mm. or anything. Uh, but I. But the only thing that I am embarrassed about is my inability to do accents. I've. Ch- I'm not embarrassed about it anymore because when, right. I, when I sometimes mention it as a thing that like because one of the things about my whole career really is that I've monetized just me. Just yes. being me, right? Yes. I don't really do anyone else. Uh, but part if it weren't of, for the fact you'd been very successful, yeah. and famous, yeah. that would have been really David Brent. A terrible. David the thing Brent, I do is I monetize I me. Yeah, the thing I do is me. I know but, it's incredibly but luckily, David Brent, but but that yeah. is actually true. Yeah, so yeah. David okay. Brent plays an. I mean, Ricky obviously is very successful, yeah. but a non-successful character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but by me, but in a way, what I uh, what I'm trying to express is yeah. my limitations, which are right. quite vast. In that I have no ability even to do an, right. anyone else's voice, anyone else's accent, whatever. I'm very shit at that. Uh, and I think of it in a positive way. I think, well, that's because I'm very comfortable right. in myself. Yes. Very uncomfortable trying to be someone else. Yeah. So I would avoid doing accents generally. I remember once trying to do on, on uh, fancy football, I was playing Frank in a sketch and I tried to do a black country accent. And it literally right. sounded like someone doing a very shit yes. scullery made from the 14th right, century. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I now sometimes just do them because yeah. I feel I've even lost that embarrassment. You know, I teach accent training to accents and so on no well I don't I I just think I know probably what you have to do and I think what we should just do you did of course teach me how to say Spice Girls in a Glasgow way that's so good when I'm actually saying what am I actually saying you're actually saying Space Ghetto in an American accent Spice Girls no what are you doing I forgot that to do it you just do what we've just agreed (laughs) which is say Space Ghetto in an American accent 
Space ghetto. <laughs> and now what does, it sound, what does it sound like? It sounds like a Glaswegian saying space oh. ghetto. Space ghetto. Space ghetto. Space ghetto. It doesn't. When, it I, does. do, when I do it, it doesn't. Do it again? Space ghetto. Yeah, it's like space scale. Space ghetto. <laughs> we actually have definitely done this before in like but series one. I think that, um, box set it if you want. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think that you said puzzle. Puzzle, yeah. I would just work backwards, get your confidence. I don't want to expose you. So as my technique is a rare one. It's like, I will take you to the full sentence. You yeah. know, most speech therapists, you've probably been to a few teacher accents, oh, will start you at the beginning of a sentence. Yeah. I go, it's, I mean, look it up. I go backwards. To the right. beginning, and it's more makes people feel more confident. Right. I've worked with, or oh, never mind who I've worked with. Why are you making up this whole persona? Accent therapist. I'm doing it. This is my Bowie. As it happens, my wife, Morwenna Banks, is I would say the best person yeah. doing accents I've ever met. Mm. Like any accent she, mm. she can do, mm. she can do like five different types of Scottish accent. No, oh, that's extraordinary. Yeah, it's really ex- amazing. Space ghetto. Did she do that? Uh, I'll have her go at seeing yeah. if she could do space ghetto. But I just think you were able to say puzzle, and all I would say is now you could say. Champion puzzle, in a, just, well, in, in the a, scene, in a northern, in yeah. the scene, yeah, just. But it yeah. wasn't a champion puzzle; it was a shit puzzle. Okay, <laughs> it was. Well, um, I, I mean, like now because I, I, oh. in the scene as it carries on, in okay, the, the disappointing in, puzzle uh, in your version, yeah, right in the in the Hinks family version yeah. of Billy Elliot, yeah, Tim <laughs> Elliot, Tim Hinks. It's just called Tim Hinks, right? In their version yeah. of that, you know, they say, "I'm so sorry, son." But we've yeah. got you. We were going to get you a Skelectrix, but we've, we've got you a shit puzzle. <laughs> That's really, we've got yeah, yeah. you really a shit puzzle. Uh, <laughs> but is, but what I want to know, forgetting the accent thing for a second, is yeah, is is that what happened, or were they never going to get you a Skelectrix? Oh, I see. Did they I scale down once you've stopped because being things a, were hard for the Higgs? No, I think once you've stopped being a kid and you're a parent, and you look back, you realise all the things that you've met. Of course, they never dropped. They, there's no way they thought let's get Tim to think he's got a Skelectrix set. <laughs> no, I'm not and saying then, that they were trying to make you disappointed that would be a weird right. thing to do what I mean is maybe they thought they were going right. to get your scale electrics it was tough back then oh I see even for deputy bank managers but your mum was yeah. brought up by servants yeah. <laughs> so, so it was tough and they and they had to scale down they had to scale electrics down at the last minute <laughs> they had to put the scale electrics down in Woolworths <laughs> yeah. and get me a puzzle they had to I, go to Toys, Toys, that's a good. Toys. That's an interesting question. I don't know if that well, I suspect they never even thought about it or mentioned it and I right. just imagined right. did you I, say when you no, of course it. not. No, I no, thought I, I was getting a Skelectrix. No, oh, I hope I didn't. I don't think I would have done that. And I also think it may not have been my what's called a main present. Oh, okay. You know, I think they may never have thought about. It. I think when you in say my, what's called a. Well, what I mean, I is, completely understand. It, I think anyone would the concept no, of a main a, present. A, it felt that was like t- something that my mum did. I talk about it in my novel Time for Bed. That my mum was someone. I remember the first time she did it. She was carrying something on her chest. She would bought this ridiculous thing, which was a thing for carrying things on her chest uh, and she said right. it's what I call a papoose okay, and I remember yeah. saying to her no, that, that's so, what it's called well, that's interesting. and she would do that a lot she would say things like it's what yeah, I call a word okay, processor basically and I put that into my first novel that's really interesting I didn't know that yeah. okay well, and when I, you say no, it's well, I what tell I you, call a main presence, no, no, I didn't. I said what I think. What is what I, I tell you? What I felt, yeah, is I felt that main present felt a little bit suburban. I felt a bit self conscious. Is that right. a main present? Is that like a lower middle class thing? People say. Well, that's, it, that, you're self conscious because you think like you've built up this idea of you as from minors, a minor, you know, yeah. your mum brought up by servants, yeah, and now you've got more than one present. Well, 
in my household, certainly in the early days, the main present was a punch in the face. Because <laughs> that was how, that was very much how Can, can we up. move off this subject yeah. and move back Happily. onto the subject of David what, Bowie? You've got me for my birthday. No, I've okay. got, I want to talk about something else I yeah. found out about David Bowie. So, uh, I, uh, as I always do before doing this programme, I uh, look for David Bowie news. Yep. And David Bowie seduced Tina Turner, apparently. Yes. Did you read the story? I did read the story. I think we're all right. Me. I think we're all right to talk about it, even though we did once talk about David seducing people and it went very wrong. But this the, is okay because Tina was definitely, you know, old enough. Not a minor. Not a minor at the time. Uh, and there's an. Have you read the story? No, well, I may have skipped it. I think it'd be good to be reminded. I, I, well, I, well, the main story. What that, period that, are we in? Are we in 1984? Are we in um, uh, Live Aid and uh, all that? 35 years ago. Uh, It says, simply the best hit maker, that'll be Tina, was won over uh, in Birmingham. What is that thing, Uh, by the way? And the main thing they've gone with, but there are other issues I want to, is that David won her over by... He went to have a shower in her hotel room, I think. Right. Uh, Then he walks out stark naked wearing one of my spare wigs. He started singing Rolling on the River and was dancing just like me. I mean, I know David clearly liked dancing naked. We have talked about that before. No, but this is a theme. But I really think mm. that's an odd way to win anyone over. I, suppose... I mean, if you're David Bowie, where you you probably right. you know you got a head start with winning people over. Well, sexually. I want to come back to that because I think that. Maybe but I mean, I, I mean, is it sexy to put on one of Tina Turner's own wigs and dance around naked, singing "Rolling on the River"? Do you think? I suppose it'd be funny. Well, do, do you, if you were Paul McCartney or yeah. David Bowie, well, imagine Ed, it. Right. You you know I that I can't imagine Paul McCartney doing that. Well, I was going to say something different, which is right. you know that if what you want to do is have relations with this woman in front of you, yeah. it will almost certainly happen. There's sort of no question it's going to happen because of who you are, right? And they were used to sort of go on. Well, I'm stopping you there mm. because certainly it's definitely the case that mm. if you're David Bowie or Paul McCartney or mm. whoever in your prime, you can have sex with almost any ordinary woman okay whether you can have sex with another rock star okay that's a fair point i'm not absolutely sure but let's just because they're on a level yeah. in a way not not necessarily absolutely I do, on a I level. Do, I do. but in the yeah. sense that's an interesting point though isn't it because when you're famous as a male yeah it's no question it does improve your ability to have right. sex with women because right. your status goes up yeah in society and that somehow makes you more of a catch yes. or whatever for, for you know the rest of us but does it but cancel what out? if what if your status is already up there. You're one of those pit. Then yeah. are you now back in, like, basically, I'm just an ordinary just, Joe. It's like, with going, Tina it's like going to a non celebrity version of a show. Yeah. Is that you? That's really interesting. Well, because I was looking at it the other way, which is if you know, if you've been so successful, if that's the t- uh, with, with the opposite set, you might say to yourself, but this is where it, but okay, Tina Turner, there seems to be a bit of a thing. I bet I can even have sex if I go into the shower, put a wig on and come out dancing. I bet I'll still be able to have sex. You'll still think I'm sexy. <laughs> I know. It's not incredible. Because you would... if, if rolling on the river as well. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. If anything, it's quite a big piss take of Tina. Yeah, there's... Def- I mean, yeah. it's basically saying, well, look at this yeah. stupid version of yes. you I'm but doing, if, which if, a lot of women wouldn't have gone for. I mean, to be fair to Tina, she's clearly got a sense if of humour. I know you're, you believe in and practice monogamy, but if yeah. you... I know that. Oh, it, God, yeah. Honest, I don't believe okay, in it, but I do it. practice it. Um, That's the case for most people, isn't it? Indeed. If yeah. But if you thought... Imagine you weren't, or whatever, what, and you thought Tina Turner in 1984, whenever it is, was Very sexy. interested in you. Yeah. If you just got the nearest spark, she was on... Spar, did you say? 
spark. <laughs> a spark, right. You I know, thought you imagined she, she was, was on, at a spa. She was on Unplanned or whatever you're doing at that, I don't know, whatever. At in that 1980. Point. Okay, hang on. 19... It was 35 years ago. Okay, I'm really... It's got pretty... 1985, so to be honest, I've been at university. Don't you find... <laughs> but let's the... imagine it was the early 90s but on, by the on way, telly. Yeah, and do in parenthesis, do you find, I definitely do, that if you're told it's X many years ago, but the number of years is higher than the year of the century you're yeah. in, it's absolutely almost impossible. Oh, the arithmetic's impossible. So we're 2019. Yeah. If you said to me it's 15 years ago, that's quite easy. That's, that's just 20 take away 15. Yeah, that's quite but easy. 2020, but 35 years ago, once it goes past the corner of 2000, okay. and that is indeed I'm lost. 15 years before 2000. So it's not. Yeah. Uh, it is 1985. It is 1985. Right. So, but let's imagine it's early 90s. Tina's it's, still very sexy. Right. You're on a show. And I'm she's on Mary White's experience. Right. Early, she's a guest. Oh, and everyone's chatting. And, ev- and she sort of winks at you. I don't know what yeah. she would do. And everyone's saying, oh, it was nice having Tina on. And you're thinking, yeah, yeah but I think... I think I'm in with Tina. I think there's something special. Yeah. Would, David, would you come for a drink with us? Or I, I'm just going to go and check Tina's, all right? <laughs> and... That's very smooth. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever done that, but yes, all right. So off go um, off Tracy go. McLeod and, 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 and Michael Newman. Gove and Rob Newman. Yeah, you're thinking stabbing the dog. Oh, now, that's the other show. Uh, yeah. But Michael's no, come in because he's a friend. Okay, right. And they're Not off to really. the um, <laughs> Earl of Lonsdale me? pub. Yeah. Oh, no, the Yorkshire Grey. Yeah. I'm yeah. off to meet, you know, James Brown of Loaded. Right. But yeah. but before all that, yeah. you say, I'm just going to check on Tina. Yeah. I'm just going to go into. She's her. in a hotel room. She's in a hotel Okay, I thought she was dressing room. Okay, but she's in a. Well, all dressing room. She's. Which is. Well. It? She's, well <laughs> if she's in the dressing room, that means she's on the show, I mean, which seems quite. That's what I thought we were going to do. Oh, she's on the show. She's on the show. Okay, look, I tell you, it's not impossible because yeah. Robert Smith of The Cure, who, much as I love him, I've never had any sexual interest in, right. was on the Mary White's experience. Okay. Right, so pop stars were so on pop it. Stars, so Tina Turner's come on it. Yeah. And she's done a. Whatever. She's come on it. She's come on to me on it. She's come on to you, and you know there's a bit of a spark. Yeah. And she said, nice to be with Is she American? Nice yes. to see you, David. Yes, she is. And you're sort of thinking... Yeah, she's singing Nutbush City lyrics. Yeah, and you're saying, didn't Mark Bowden play guitar? Was <laughs> yeah. that an urban myth? Yeah. And she says, definitely an urban myth, David. It's definitely an but, urban myth. But, and um, later in life, you're going to get humiliated by Danny <laughs> Baker on Comic Relief <laughs> University Challenge, where you answer... It was Mark Boland when Angus Deaton... I'm going with the accent. Right, yeah, yeah, it's good. When Angus Deaton says, yeah, and then Danny Baker says, that's an urban myth. And then Angus Deaton turns to the audience and says, who do we want to vote for? And they vote for Danny Baker. And right. you are definitely humiliated by but that. that so aside... So take my, take my yeah. advice now. Don't say but it. Enough of my yakking. As I <laughs> Thank it's you just for been, goodbye. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's been great to see you, if you know what I mean. Right. And uh, she's from New York, right? I don't know. And she goes to address she, No, she's and says, from Detroit or something. Yeah. Uh, see you. See she's you. from Nutbush. <laughs> Almost <laughs> definitely. <laughs> see you later. Hopefully not before too long or yeah. something. And yeah. off she goes. Yeah. And you go, not if I see you first. Oh, damn, yeah, why did I say that? Yeah, but yeah. she still seems all right. Yeah. And you're saying goodbye to Michael Gove. God, it's taking a long time. And you go to her dressing room. As you're going to her dressing room, you're famous. Yeah. She's more famous. Arguably more famous, but famous. So you're thinking, you know, maybe, you know, I need to to put a bit of work in here, right? Yes. And I go in. You're not thinking... I know put a how wig I, on yes, and no, go rolling down the yes. rib. You're not doing that. No, that's exactly the point. But that is partly to do with the fact that I definitely would still think, well, I'm I'm lower on the rung than right. Tina, and I'd be very, you know, unlikely really to be in with Tina Turner. So what I probably will have to do is really up my game. Can we just not try- take all my clothes off and sing "Running on the River" in one of her wigs? If she- if she opened the door, I mean, just if you can just put yourself. If she in that opened position. the door naked. Well, I, no, I was going to say that. To be honest, oh. if just if she just opened the door, right, and said, 
if you could just put yourself in that young David Baddiel and she says, mm. hi, David, what is literally your first look? What would you say? Hello, Tina Turner. <laughs> would you? Yeah, that's definitely what I'd say okay. if she said, hello, David Baddiel. In that slightly sinister way. Hello, yeah, just, Tina. I would just reflect hello. back to what she said. Um, I would like to point out that if I was David... Yeah. Uh, and I put a wig on yeah. and I was naked and I yeah. was singing a Tina Turner song, yeah. it would be Nut Bush City Limits. Right, Because right, that's yeah. funnier. Yeah. Because it's got yeah. the words Nut and Bush in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, that is. Uh, and and then, then you think... I mean, I think we should probably go out on that, but there was a completely marginal point in this story, which I wasn't I can't remember to. what you were talking about. Well, the story is that he got off with her. That's the whole story. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. But Tina's personal assistant... Eddie Hampton Armani is the one who relates this. And the thing that I'm interested in is that he'd driven from London to Birmingham with sushi for Tina. Now, this is in 1985. Not when the banshees. I no, <laughs> sushi and the banshees. No, sushi Sue wasn't there. I think she would have been too low on the fame rung anyway to, oh. get, to get off with any of them. Mm, uh, anyway. Although she was quite trendy at the time. But anyway... I don't remember sushi being a thing. I wouldn't have known what sushi was even in 1985. No, no. Well, so I don't know where Eddie got this sushi from. So I'm, yeah, I'm, we may have to question the credibility of the yeah, whole story. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where he got sushi from. And he drove it from London to Birmingham. I mean, it would have gone off, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't think it would have gone off. Well, and he could have had a one of those um, boxes that have cooler things in that you take camping. He doesn't mention it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to put I, it in Tina Turner. But I think more likely, where, sushi, would, you, where would you buy sushi from in 1985? Well, maybe that's, that's why saying. he had to go from London to Birmingham, because I assume that there are now, you know, there are now sushi restaurants in Birmingham, but I presume yes, there weren't there at the definitely time. Will be. Hang on, let me find the bit about the sushi, because it's quite important in the yeah. whole story. It does feel a bit sort of retrofitted, doesn't it? Okay, so weirdly. In the top of this story, it just says, I arrived to their sound check on stage. They were teasing each other. Later, they went back to the hotel and had the sushi. So I now I now can't find the bit where she, he says he drove it from London to Birmingham. <laughs> but I, you know what, you know what will clinch it. Yeah. I am going to Google yeah. sushi restaurant London, nineteen eighty five. Great to see <laughs> to Let's see if one see... exists. Yeah, and whether Eddie's telling the truth. Okay, so sushi restaurant London. I'm not getting anything for that. First ever sushi restaurant in London. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm going for that. Yeah, because I think it will be around about then, won't it? Uh, no, the first Japanese restaurant, first Japanese restaurant. Right. Opened in 1967. Yeah, I suppose that was Hiroko, but that that's not a sushi restaurant. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, t- if you're running Hiroko, for example, and they say Tina Turner wants it, you just give. You just would do it, wouldn't you? Taking American leads, it says here on Yahoo, sushi restaurants rapidly opened in, around Europe in the 1990s. So yeah, but I'm I sh- think if you're Tina Turner, you can get sushi from a Japanese restaurant. Do you? Yeah, because it's a. Stif- maybe it's Eddie just. Maybe Eddie it's- just went to a fishmonger's. And they just gave him oh, some raw fish. And yeah. then he went to a shop and cooked some rice. No, but I think you'd go to Hiroko in 1967 onwards and say, you heard of Tina Turner? And <laughs> yeah, I'm say, not sure, sure Eddie, Eddie she wants got sushi. <laughs> she wants, you know, they would just do it, right? Oh, well, okay, let's assume it was Hiroko. Let's mm. assume that Eddie... I think that's fine. What's he called again? Eddie something or other. Oh, Hampton. I can remember it because it had Hampton. Don't tell me. Okay. Because I remembered I had images in my head of Hampton. Yeah, Hampton it was a str- Yeah. And then there's another word which is a real. Um, okay, can you get it? Oh, God. I just. Okay, so there's another thing about Eddie and Hampton. the truth of him, which is his name sounds like the most made up name yeah, for, exactly. a, for a and posh personal assistant it, ever. It's like he's just chosen 
two posh things from either exactly. end of the posh spectrum. One of them kind of aristocratic, one of them designer, right? And he's put those two things together, and that's his personal. That's what I remember name. thinking. Hampton, because I remember thinking of Hampton Court. Yeah. And then his, because this is how you're supposed to do memory, isn't it? Remember yeah. images. And his second one is something to do with designery thing. Is that what you're saying? What do you think it is? Just uh, off the top of your head. Um, Gucci. No. Eddie Hampton Gucci. It's, it's Eddie not... Hampton Armani. Armani, that's yeah. right. Oh, it's Eddie Hampton Armani. Yeah. But we might have created something there, which is your posh PA name is your own name, right? Oh, Plus a, a two, stately home. A stately type home. Thing, and and a then item a designer design. label. <laughs> so okay. would it would have to be your, your uh, uh, like a stately home you visited and a designer label that you okay. bought. Um, what's that place near me? Um, Scion. So Tim Scion. Scion. Uh, What's a designer? Have uh, you bought I, for your wife a designer perfume? Tim Sion Hindmarsh. <laughs> just sounds like Hindmarsh. That's quite good. Is that Anya Hindmarsh? Yeah, I was trying uh, to think. Tim Sion Hindmarsh. Okay, so that's that would be great if you yeah. were a PA. I would be Kenwood House. Does that count? Okay, yeah, try that. Yeah, David it, Kenwood. That's good. Yeah, although it's also the name of a mixer. <laughs> yeah, but, but then David, you're going to add your... Yeah. What about um, Botang? David, David Kenwood, Kenwood Boteng. Boteng. That's quite good. Okay, David Kenwood Boteng, Boteng is Boteng. my design. David Kenwood Boteng. Boteng. PA name. Shall we, shall we advertise? What was I? Tim. Sort of, I forgot what it was. You were Tim Sion. Sion. Hindmarsh. Hindmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> it's available for all your celebrity PA needs, as, yeah. as is David Kenwood. What was the last one? Uh, Boating. Boating. David Kenwood Boating. <laughs> Perhaps we should go to business together. Anyway, I think that that's it yeah. for the end for yeah. uh, Stalking Time for the Moon yeah. Boys for this one, because we're going to do another one, aren't It's we? good to be back, isn't it? It's great to be back. Back back in the shed, back in the saddle. <laughs> what does that mean? Accidental partridge. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 